How have you never done an Alka Seltzer? I just know that feel like that's an old person thing. I've never done it. Alka Seltzer. Mm-hmm. Damn, I've done it. <laughs> Alka Seltzer is both a heartburn medican medicine and a headache medicine. Really? Is that because yeah. it's like basic? Well, the. How have you never had an Alka Seltzer? I just have never had one. It's not something I regularly think about. All you gotta do is drop it in water. Water does the rest. Am I right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you drop an effervescent tablet into well, water. Where are they? And where's, where's they're in my kitchen? Just go make me one. <laughs> well, I know who's making air shit list today. <laughs> because it's that's just not something you just go around your regular day and do. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak of Pro Wrestling Podcast. Whoa, wait a minute, Cookie. Wait a minute. You're a little bit hot. Keep going. <laughs> that mic is hot. You're, the block is hot. <laughs> Keep going. Go, go for all right, it. All right, all right. Again? Mm-hmm. Are we live, pal? We're live, pal. All right. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak of Pro Wrestling Podcast. Your ears are not deceiving you. This is your boy, Cookie. And our previous host was so gracious enough to give me a little time to shine and, and host a podcast this week. So your boy Cookie is hosting. We're hoping he can put it on his resume when he goes to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and we're wired, so there is no internet. And yeah, there's not going to be any dropout today. <laughs> no, there will not be. To my left, I have Aaron Varnum. That's right. To my right, I have Big Mike. Yes, sir. And over there in the chair by himself, I got my boy <laughs> Tiggity Toe Bear. Hey, guys. Oh boy! So this week, this week has been crazy, man. Uh, it's we've had a lot going on. Uh, I want to go ahead and start the podcast off by just backtracking a little bit and tell you guys like a, a crazy story that happened to me in the in the supermarket. Oh God! No, 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 no! It's actually kind of funny. It was weird at first, but it was it was funny in the end. Uh, so I'm going to Harris Teeter, right? And I am I walking down an aisle and I'm about to turn into another aisle. And I almost bumped carts with this, you know, elder white lady. Okay. And this elder white lady comes up to me and she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Like, that was my bad. And she was like, hey, come here, come here. Let me tell you something real quick. And I was like, she just calls him the N word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's that scene in Blazing Saddles where she drops the pie and she's like, don't let him see this. And you're still a. <laughs> Like, what is about to happen? And she was just like, honey, I just want to tell you something. I just want to apologize for all the stupid white people out there in the world. I was just like, oh, okay, all right. She was just like, listen, I love you. God bless you. Thank you. And she was just like, you have a blessed day. We're going to get through this together. Props to her. Props to Yes, props to her. And it was I was just like, taken so far back. I was just like, wow. That, this that lady did not have to do that. Man. Man. Were you wearing man. your Bull Nakano shirt? Though? No. No, but thank that you might for have, That might have out. scared her a little bit. It might have. <laughs> like, I'm not going to talk to this young man. I am rocking my Bull Nakano shirt thanks to Violent Miracle and can Aaron you, for... Can, can you please say her, her name properly? Bull Nakano. There it is. There it is. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but this week on the podcast... Uh, we're going to be talking about, and we have matches centered around uh, my guy, The Undertaker. The Undertaker recently. Uh, oh. Well, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Wait, no, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> the third we, match we... is not centered around so Undertaker. My like... match does not have Undertaker in him. It has his brother in it. Oh, whatever, dude. Let's what about the third it. match? The third match is okay. Taker's... The third match is Tolbert's favorite group. <laughs> Taker's ICP in the, in the crowd. Like, yeah. yeah. Woo, woo. <laughs> It's the tallest juggalo ever. <laughs> okay, I may have embellished a little bit. In, yeah. the, in, it, in the beginning, in, in, in our little run, rundown, we're going to talk about The Undertaker a little bit because that was how I started off. I was like, how, what, what kind of matches am I going to give these guys this week? And I said, well, Undertaker just retired. Um, and he's been in the business for 30 years. I was just like, let me start with that. So I just backtracked and I was just like, well, you know what? I'll start with The Undertaker. And then I was just like, well, I'm going to give... Aaron a Kane match 
Um, and then October, that just gave you a nice EP match. Then you just you got know? distracted and started watching YouTube videos. Yeah, and then yeah, I just, yeah, it just, match. I went down a, a big old rabbit hole. That's exactly basically. what happens every single time I pick the matches. I'm, I go down a rabbit hole, and then I'm ended up watching, like, the gobbledygooker. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you end up with Tober's match, right? Yeah. Exactly. He yeah. all that CBD, and he gets all hopped up. <laughs> it was really bad. Or windowsill joints that were <laughs> left here by... That thing was huge. That thing now, was big. Before we get to our matches, I want to talk about yesterday. Okay. Yesterday was what yesterday. Yesterday was field day. Yes. For yeah. our local rugby team. Hot day, y'all, man. It was it was tough working out there. It was. It it was. Uh Tobert, I know you were there. I was there. You're the groundskeeper. There. I know you yeah, were there. Was... Mike, you came late, but you were there. I was there. You were definitely there. Yeah. And Mike, I asked you, I said, Mike, you seen Aaron? No. Nope. I haven't seen him. Nope. Toby, did you see Aaron? I did not. I didn't see him either. I was there. I, oh, you were, oh, where were you at? It was like a force spirit, like in, uh, like in uh, the, 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 the new uh, Star Wars movies. I was like Luke Skywalker, and I was like taking on the force, and I, I, I just I, I projected myself out there. But I was really he not was, there like, the whole telling time. telling me to do things. He was floating over my shoulder. That's like, yeah. right, Tolbert. Listen to that heavy metal. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Us working our asses off. Oh, no, no. So, and so Aaron yesterday, yeah. is at home. I'm sure. Didn't you? You had a, you had a date yesterday, correct? Yeah, I, I thought I, that's where you were. No, it was. Uh, so yesterday was my one year anniversary. I, I had my my, I had a, a very special anniversary with my significant other. One year, uh, my house. Uh, so <laughs> I I wanted to. Yeah, I was thinking that I was like, who? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> his I wanted, hand. I, I wanted to. Tr- no, that's, that's a thirty-four year anniversary with that. I wanted to treat her real nice. I wanted to, so I, so I mopped her up real good, and I, I dusted, and I, I folded up all the laundry, the like pile of laundry that I had over there. So yeah, I, I wanted to give her a good little treatment, oh, okay. make her feel good about herself. Well, take happened, her out. What happened since yesterday? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he didn't cut his grass. That's for sure. Well, I, sure that's that's. That's today. It's a two-day uh, <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, we had a good field day. Mike yeah. got me new toys. It was like Christmas. For a, for a young groundskeeper, shopping shop on the company was it one of those gun? dragon dildos? Was that your new? No, toy? no, it was, a, it was a, a weed weed eater and a chainsaw. I felt like groundskeeper Willie, man, like a chainsaw. Cool. A chainsaw. Did chainsaw. it? Did it? What is it? Like a chainsaw? I'll I'll skin your ass raw. <laughs> Like a chainsaw. <laughs> I'll skin, skin your ass, ass raw. Why do I know that lyric? <laughs> break something by Limp Bizkit. Anyway, it was a good day. A very productive field day. Uh, we had a good time. Good and then fel- we uh, fellowship with the, the team a little bit afterwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, I, I feel that you guys were very irresponsible with your transmissions. Uh, I, I, You know, I've got asthma. I didn't want to go out there and expose my lungs transmissions. to all those and droplets. And at the end, we got to play a little stump. We did play a little. We played stump. a little stump. Tober, you missed that. Uh, I beat Mike. Just so everyone knows, Ooh. I I was not the first one out this time, so I was happy about that. Yeah. I was like the third one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you that. ever played stump before, Aaron? I, I don't play games. You don't play games, Aaron? No, I, I'm not a participant. In, I, the only games I play are video games. Because he because he can play those by himself. Yeah, I, uh, I don't like board yeah. games. I don't like I don't like being social. I think you guys know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Something that we do have this week, we have a bubble. We have a bubble. Did you know that? Yeah, we do, do have a bubble this week. We do. Let's pop that. And bubble. it's Mike. It is not me this week. It is Mike because oh, Mike had his first. Bubbles. He had his first Alka Seltzer today. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. I'm actually feeling better. So See, you. There, there you go. go. I, I came in. I said I had a little heartburn, and Aaron just started berating me for having never had an Alka Seltzer. No, no, no. I said, hey, why don't you get an Alka Seltzer? And you said. Oh, I've never had one. Can you fix one for me, sir? Can you fix one? I'm like, all you got to do is drop the two tablets into some water. Oh, okay. And that's it. He started vomiting. Yeah. I, I gagged drinking it. Yeah, you should have told him just to put them in his mouth. Yeah, you just pop the tabs in We should have told him to just chew them. Honestly, we, we definitely should have. <laughs> oh, why are you doing this to me? Alka-Seltzer's amazing. Like, it, it really is a miracle drug. Really if you would is. like to sponsor us, uh, call Aaron at 910. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 give me a call. I would like free Alka-Seltzer. I, I can handle it. Alka-Seltzer's cheap as shit, though. Like, you can get like a 40-pack for $3 at the Dollar General. It's because no one drinks those goddamn things anymore. It's like, I do. It's like BC powder. No one eats those things. I, I have one. Maybe Undertaker does. Oh, Undertaker, Undertaker's a goodie powder guy. I can see. I that. like the citrus. He's a Richard Petty fan. <laughs> yeah. That's his name, Richard Petty. I was trying to think of his name. That's it, Richard Petty. I was gonna say Tom Payton. I was like, no, no, no. Now he's dead. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. 
is that is right. The king is still alive, though. Well, anyway, boys, anything else happening in you guys' weeks this week before we get to our matches? Uh, no. Me and Mike are about to go out on a sailboat. For, we are going to uh, take to the high seas. Okay. Tober will take to the high seas. The highest of seas. The okay. highest of seas. But, uh, you know, I plan on climbing up in that crow's nest and scouting for land. A cr- oh, nice. Your ass is going up in a crow's nest? No, I'm not going to climb that fucking mast. I'm just going to sit on the boat and drink. Yeah, but we're going to sell, but we're going to sell down to Ballhead Island and camp out for a night and sweet. Try not to die. So oh, we'll yeah. see. That's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, besides that, nothing. I, uh, <laughs> boys, I stayed up till 3 a.m. the other day. Latest I've ever stayed up in like, at least in the last three or four years. Um, uh, false. You stayed up all night in Las Vegas and I failed that was like your four ass years ago. at a one arm bandit at like. Eight in the morning, and you were so shit-faced, I had to literally grab you and take you to get you a coffee to sober your ass up. But. And you're like, oh, coffee, eh, man, man, feed me coffee. <laughs> you say and that, I, 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 was, I was up 500 bucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then you lost it all, right? No, I didn't. No, oh, I came okay. out ahead, out of Vegas. Okay. It was good stuff. Belcher That's rare. <laughs> but anyway, no, but I haven't stayed up that late in a long time, but I was doing it. So I could finish this paper and do this final thing because I have a three-day weekend if I can get it done. And I did. I'm running on empty, but I wanted to be able to you stay up. You stayed up last night till three? Uh, no, no. The, the Friday night. Okay. Well, I think Tolbert stayed up till three. Yes. Tolbert stayed up. His, well, his body did. Oh, Mentally, yeah, he was gone. True. Last night? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I just, what time I did up. you pass out last night? I have no idea. I woke up face down on the you couch. You blacked out last night? Yes. Completely. You blacked out. Is, Jesus, is that a sign of something? Like if you're blacking out in your own home? No. No. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, it's not, guys. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. He said I'm, he continued drinking. I'm not a drinker, so I can't like judge you guys about how much alcohol. But you guys are definitely. <laughs> you guys are teetering on problem levels of alcohol. Oh man, Aaron, you have a big bottle of Jaeger on your table right now. Wait, you brought that out? No, that was you. No, no, no. You definitely brought that out. Aaron, shut the hell up. <laughs> shut the hell. You know, this is my episode, okay? All right. You know what? I understand. He's captaining this ship. I am. I see why Zane likes to say shut the fuck up all the time. It felt good. All right. With. Is it the heat with Big Mike? Youngs- uh, I said Youngstown heat yeah, this week. Youngstown, Youngstown heat. heat. Youngstown heat <laughs> why, with the mic. Why is Youngstown getting heat, man? I don't know. What, what do you got against Youngstown? I feel like Youngstown heat? always gets heat. Do they not? The block is hot. It's always hot in yeah. Youngstown, right? Only, only people from Youngstown can give Youngstown heat. You don't know me. You don't know where I'm from. All right. Well, heat with Big Mike. We got The Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. This is actually Undertaker's very first ladder match, correct? Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, American Badass. No, no, no. No. Which this under- is American Dead Man. This is Big Evil. Uh, yeah, Big Evil. Dead Man Incorporated. All right. This is from a Monday Night Raw. It is January seventh, two thousand and two. Um, for what I could gander from the video, Jeff Hart. Hardy. Hardy. Jeff Hardy. No, in not Jeff. <laughs> That would have brought it up three oh cookies. Oh my gosh. Jeff Hardy. Okay. Like, wanted it? Like, can you give me some background? Like, what the lead up to this was? Uh, yeah. Don't look at me. I'm not the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I can give you the background to this. So, Undertaker was in the middle of a feud with The Rock, and it was one of these just like one off matches where they gave Jeff Hardy a title shot. Okay. So, they gave him an undisputed title shot, and they gave Jeff Hardy the, that he can, he gave him the opportunity to pick the stipulation of the match. Gotcha. And obviously, Jeff is going to go with what he knows. Yeah. And so, right really, match. really, what? Hey. The, <laughs> what, no, what, no, Eric? What? No, go ahead. No, you laugh. There's no drugs in alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what I was going to say. It's a DUI um, match. But, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that match. <laughs> Uh, really, I think this the, the entire match was just a reason to um, just beat the shit out of Jeff Hardy. Um, but it, it comes out, Taker has his motorcycle. Uh, he's in the ring. Jeff Hardy comes out doing his crazy weird thing. I don't know if I like his entrance or not. Uh, can I tell you, it's really fun. Like the kids love it. It weirds like, me out a little. My bit. little cousins always like did the dance, the like dunna 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 dunna. But now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like no. No. Yeah, yeah. Back then, I used to do it yeah, too. Yeah, fat like, ass would get up there and just do that shit. But he co- he comes out and he breaks the rule number one: never touch another man's motorcycle. Okay, so you know if you're not in, 
the no, that's just a little nugget to put in your back pocket. Never touch somebody's bike. Never sit on somebody else's bike. Or never touch a black man's radio. I learned that from Rush Hour. I watched that movie the other night. You don't. You was don't on a, it was actually on after uh, Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was, yeah. TNT's like, there's all this racial tension out there. Let's let's show Rush a movie. 24-hour <laughs> blocks of it. But anyway, Je- Jeff comes down. He touches Taker's bike. And Taker's like, what the f- You don't... No way. So he gets out. Jeff runs into the ring. Chaos ensues. But the match starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was saying, this is really just an excuse for Jeff Hardy to get the shit kicked out of him. Uh, really early on, Taker's just working his ass, um, and it, at one point, it, it was it was the whole idea was they were they trying to get Jeff over as like a baby face or something because like they're just yeah. beating the shit out of him. Well, yeah, Jeff was a baby face, and he was like an on the rise baby face at the time because this is singles. Yeah, yes. but okay. he yes. wasn't seen. He was seen as a mid tier baby face. Okay. He, yeah. he was never seen as somebody that could be in the main event. And he, this was kind of testing it out to see if he could possibly do it. It was like right after that brand split that they had back in the early two thousands, okay. where they split up the Hardy Boys. Gotcha. So yeah, so the he, Taker's beating him up, and Taker's a shot to go get the like the puts the ladder and things. He has a chance, and then he yeah. looks over at Jeff. He's like, Nah, I'm not done with this boy yet, yeah. and he just. Starts beating the shit out of him even more. Throws him onto the announcer table. Jr. Not Jr. The uh, Lawler's like, watch out, Jr. And then twenty seconds later, Hardy's flying off the apron into the table. Taker again just continues to beat the shit out of him. Jr. Selling this match like it's the main event of a WrestleMania. Like yeah. he's just screaming, hooting, and hollering. Yeah. And um, Jeff actually finally does get a little offense in. He he hits uh, Taker with like a Hurricane Rana. That Taker, I don't think that was probably the first and only Hurricane Ronnie's ever taken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, was the like, worst one. He's like, all right, so I just kind of like fall over <laughs> and then I roll out, right? Yeah, Jeff, Jeff had to get up there. Yeah. Um, and the one one spot Jeff had that I really, really liked, and I actually went, I had to catch it on the replay to really see how he did it. Taker was outside the ring near the ramp, and the ladder is sitting in a way that you don't catch it the first time, but Jeff runs jumps on the ladder and flies out of the ring. I was like, how the hell did a, a man jump? Like, did he know what he was doing? How did he get so so much air out of that? And then on the replay, you see that the top uh, half of the ladder was on the bottom rope. So you kind of use it as a springboard. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Jeff also had a great corkscrew moonsault uh, at one point that he hit Taker with. Um, But for the most part, it is just Undertaker just beating the shit out of Jeff Hardy. Can I just say that there was one part that was so funny. It was JR. JR is just he's just doing his spiel and Lawler's like why is Jeff bringing that ladder into the ring? This is my this is one of my favorite parts. This is this is like me like coming back at Aaron sometimes. I'm like yes. what the fuck? Yeah. Because <laughs> Lawler's like why is Jeff bringing the ladder in the ring and JR's like What's, what do you think he's going to do? He's is he going to paint his he's garage? Gonna... <laughs> he's going for the championship. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, 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 pop, I popped for that. That is a testament to how good JR was. Yeah, man. and I mean, long story short, Hardy gets his ass kicked. There was another good spot where he, he has Taker. It looked like he was trying to go for another Hurricane Rana. Taker like holds him up. Jeff yeah. grabs the chair that happens to be in the middle of the ring. Yes. smashes Taker in the head yes, with it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Taker wins, obviously. Taker does win. Like, now, now, the reaction from the crowd, Mike. Did you see how the people were behind Jeff Hardy? Like I how did, much yeah, those like, people he, were behind? Jeff I mean, Hardy. it's an underdog story, right? Like yeah. who, who doesn't want to root for the guy to like chop down this behemoth of yes. a man? Yeah. Um, but then, like as Taker's riding out, Jeff gets his like really like squeaky voice. What do you say? I'm still standing. I'm, I'm still standing. Hey. <laughs> Is that him at Myrtle Beach last year? <laughs> <laughs> Broadway after, Louis. After he, after he fell down the flight of stairs. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, no. Jeff. We and, love uh, you. Geez. We love but, you. So, so Taker comes back. Obviously, everybody thinks he's about to go get some more heat and just beat up Jeff a little bit more. But he, uh, he does, does this thing where he just holds Jeff's hand in the air. He says, you, you got it, kid. You did yeah. good. Which, yeah. apparently, in the in the locker room, that's, if you can get Taker's seal of approval like that, that was the best thing you can do, right? I mean, Absolutely. Second events, probably. Left the people with a good feel-good moment. Yeah, 
yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a good wrestling match. Not much of a ladder match by any means. I no, mean, not at all. Jeff no. didn't even hit any of his like signature ladder spots no. on Taker. But overall, it was pretty good. Was that his? Is that Taker's only ladder match ever? No, he's, he's no, he's had like some TLC matches and stuff like that. Okay. Ladder matches. I the the one thing I really like about a ladder mm-hmm. match, especially like a one on one ladder match, it's kind of like an equalizer. It it gives. Guys that are smaller, a chance. And it's no holds barred. Right. So, like, they can yeah. do anything. They can, I mean, it's no DQ. They can literally smash them with, with a chair. And it all gives that. a shine to the boys that are, like, more high flyers and stuff like that yeah. and kind of equalizes, you know, those matches. I think that they're they're definitely good. Now, I will say that this match, to me, made sense. Undertaker is the bigger guy. He's going to beat the shit out of Jeff yeah. Hardy. Like, Jeff Hardy didn't get much offense in because he's the smaller guy. That's why I like this ladder match a lot. Yeah. And that's honestly why. No, it was good. It. it was just you know, uneventful in the sense that, like, it was just big guy beating up little guy. Like, it, But it, it told yeah. a story. It got you kind of involved. It was entertaining. Good match. I yeah. liked it. Absolutely. All right, Mike. Well, talk to us about social media. You got a shit list this week? <laughs> you got a shit list, Mike? Um, I'm, I'm doing better. I'm getting better. <laughs> you, you, you've already done better. <laughs> You're doing much better. Um, so this week's social media, we continue our downward trend on Twitter. Um, yeah, we lost a 292. bunch. 292. Yeah, yeah, we lost a bunch this week. Uh, I... We had some good posts. I had a couple fun gifts. Um, we were trying to, you know, just really kind of create content. Dude, all week I posted every day multiple Terry Funk gifts. Yeah. And multiple Jushin Thunder Liger face masks wearing a damn mask. Wear your, the wear your the damn one mask. I, I tweeted Saturday morning as because I got three hours of sleep was... Um, is that the Stone Cold one? No, no, no. This is the gif of... Shawn Michaels on the computer and like just oh. trying to like dink dong and I was like this is me after staying up till 3 a.m. submitting my paper and not giving a shit because I met my word limit or my word minimum and I just didn't even care anymore it's the last thing all I want to do is get to be in this damn class I don't care if, as long as I get a 5% on this thing I'm, I'm gonna be happy um, so I had that I again it's all about just creating content and you know enjoying me so I enjoyed that. I did post Stone Cold panning, looking in the crowd, saying, that's what we were doing, looking for Aaron yesterday at field day. Yeah. I was with my, my SO, cleaning her up, making her, making you her were smell cleaning. real nice. And then you um, soiled her. Well, today. How did I soil her? I'm sure you, you just take a shit on no, the couch over there? No. No, I haven't no. shit. It smelled like no, you took a shit. No, no, sh- you're shit. <laughs> uh, Tobert had one post on Instagram this week. He's holding steady at 132, um, and it was... Tobert's uh, not getting political, though. Oh, Minoru. <laughs> oh, Minoru. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I laughed at Yeah, I, I found that my photos are just made me laugh out loud. Uh, Aaron sends us a lot of pictures as he thumbs through all these wrestling magazines that he gets, and there's some gold. Yeah, some there's some magazines. really cool pictures. Yeah, they really are. They really are. We need to shout out Travis too for creating that poster. Oh my god, the Menorah. Yeah, explain we, that. Yeah, please. we did tweet. So we were having a little like back and forth one day, just like chatting in our group chat. And I, I had read on Reddit that somebody was like, every time I, I see Menorah Suzuki, I just imagine like old Menorah fighting young Menorah, like as like a protagonist and evil villain, villain or whatever. And Travis is like. I got, I got to make a movie poster. <laughs> I'm really concerned. Like, wonder what kind of like Japanese characters are those actual words? Did he use Google Translate or is that just like gibberish for his? his well, Japanese? he probably says hot dog mashed potato or something like that. <laughs> well, I know he used Sue Young from Rush Hour. That's right. It's he Rush did. Hour. That's the name of this week's episode. Brings it in. Brings it together. Yes. Um, so you know, in case you're interested at reading or viewing our carefully curated content please follow us at number two dollar stake underscore on twitter and instagram we might make you giggle we might not and we might offend you and if we offend you stop being a snowflake we might do it all at once you won't know what to feel (laughs) um so this week hits and shits hits Roy Cooper, thank you so much for mandating that everybody in the state of north carolina wears a mask out in public aaron one time for me can you say it wear a fucking mask Wear a damn mask. My freedoms! <laughs> uh, in case you're listening to this and aren't from the South or in North or South Carolina, we are. Whew, our numbers are spiking, boys. We have been yeah. banned from the Northeast. Uh, we're on a 14-day quarantine if you want to travel to New York or Connecticut or one of any of those fun states up there. Um, and Myrtle Beach is like 
again, continues to just be the hot zone yeah. of yeah. everything coronavirus, uh, which kind of worries me and Aaron because we work out in Shalot, which is 30, not even 20 minutes from the border. Yeah, so I am now back to working at home indefinitely because of that. I mean, that's not a bad thing, right? You get to no, hang out no, with no. your baby. Yeah, I get to hang out with, with my baby. I get to hang out with my, my Macho man. <laughs> angry child who uh, is, is a one-eyed feral cat and then uh, all that other stuff. Uh, shits this week. Well, we already talked about Aaron not no-showing the field day. What, what's a famous wrestler who just didn't show up for his stuff? Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, <laughs> there's one. You're not, you're not that athletic or racist. Jake Roberts? Uh, <laughs> we can talk Terry about Funk a bunch had of... a tent to his horses. Oh, my horse. That's how I should have fucking responded. <laughs> that is exactly you guys should have been like, where were you? And I should have been, well, my horse is sick. <laughs> my, my feral cat's sick. And again, for their umpteenth time making Mike's shit list, WWE. Uh, if you're not following current wrestling news, um, so the wrestling promotions, the major wrestling promotions that are on national television have been operating weekly shows from Florida. Uh, how they've been doing it is typically um, having like a live event and then taping matches and segments for future things. And one of them, the one we have grown to love and the only one I actually currently watch at this point is AEW. They're doing it right. They test all of their people and you know, quarantine them for a set amount, X amount of days before tapings. They tape what they need to do for two weeks and then they go off on their business. WWE, on the other hand, wasn't doing that and has managed to get, what were the rumors at now? 20 to 40 of their staff and employees, not just um, in-ring talent, but camera guys and all these other people backstage uh, sick. And the worst part of it is they're not informing their staff on who is sick or how, I mean, which I guess they ne necessarily can't, but they're not even telling people how many they're doing or how many are sick and they're not doing any con contact tracing. So, um, booze and jeers to WWE for poorly managing it. I'm not going to get political again, but you know, they tend to lean a certain side of the spectrum, yeah. um, which <laughs> tends to, you know, the autism spectrum. <laughs> Whoa, that's, that's talk about a shitty environment. <laughs> but anyway, that's the hits no. and the shits this week. Uh, I guess that's my shit list cookie. All right. You got a shit list. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. All right. No promos, no promos this week. The strong style this week, Aaron Varnum. I gave you. Well, originally I gave you Kane versus MVP. Sorry, Travis. Aaron didn't fucking review it this week, so I guess we'll Aaron do the other match. Aaron shot. <laughs> He's doing his own thing. God, I hope Travis did not use that as the uh, the, the art this week. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Well, I gave you Aaron this week. I gave you Kane versus Triple H, mask versus title. Monday Night Raw. Take it away, my friend. So this matchup is a match between Triple H uh, and Kane. A very important part of the Kane um, saga. This is the match where Kane loses his match mask eventually in the end. I think this is a very topical match along with what's going on today in the world. <laughs> is that because is that, is that Kane didn't wear a mask? <laughs> so I've got... I've got uh, so, Hit me with my, uh, my my top four. Aaron's top four. Number, number one. one. Oh, shit. Aaron, what the hell are you doing? Get it Shut together. Shut up, man. Know your role. Give, give me uh, the number one again. Number one. All right, there we go. All right. All right, so number one. Triple H's entrance, uh, amazing. You can hate on him for holding others back and putting himself over, but once you hear Lemmy from Motorhead say, it's time to play the game. <laughs> You immediately go grab the nearest bottled liquid to spit up into the air with Triple H. When it comes to greatest entrances of all time, Triple H is near the top. The theme is perfect. The lighting is perfect. Triple H is, don't you fucking do it. Do not spray Jaeger in my <laughs> clean house. Don't, do tarnish not. don't tarnish his baby like that. I do not want to have to smell alcohol. Do it. It's going to be very do it. sticky. <laughs> don't do it. 
Cookie, you will be banned from this house. Okay, okay, I didn't do it. I well, didn't she's do moving it. to Charlotte anyway. And he won't be able to be here for his own appreciation day next week. <laughs> it's going to be like the ketchup incident all yeah. over again. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what do you guys think about Triple H's interest? Do you guys I like... I do that when I get out of the shower. You know when the residual water's dripping down your face? I do that almost every time I get out of the shower. Oh, it's so badass, I just right? Go, <laughs> I always do the little head down thing and then... Start, Dun -dun -dun. Yeah. yeah, like when I was... Uh, back when I was working out, because we had gyms that were open in North Carolina, I would listen to like a couple themes. Mm -hmm. Triple H is uh, uh, the game theme. Dude, always... That's, that's a squat deadlift song all day. It, it makes you get so fucking pumped. Motorhead, perfect pairing with the King of I, Kings. I do love that they still hail him from Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah, why not? Because, like, you know, because his entrance used to not be good. Yeah, <laughs> it used to be really, really bad. Black, bad. <laughs> but I, just, I will say, though, Kane's entrance, that's good. Slow Chemical, it's great good. song. It's good. I used to use it. So, like, that was your, his, oh, well, your masturbating? Walking well, into grade school. <laughs> he'd walk into homeroom. I, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <He would> just, <laughs> light things on fire? He had, that, he had that chin hit strap. Hit the pyro! <laughs> Mrs. Blackstone, hit the pyro! I'm going to have to post that picture now on Instagram. <laughs> oh, uh, no, don't do it to me. Don't cookie with the cookie you with have the to. That, that is this week. Bask in his glory. <laughs> He's yeah, you did look like you, you look like Keith Lee Jr. over there. It was real bad. I'm glad I did. Man, I remember though, like Triple H, like that theme song is just Chef's Kiss. We'll talk about that a little bit more. His pairing, he, he became good friends with Motorhead, along with the Evolution is a Mystery song. Yeah, also a very good uh, theme song. And then the King of Kings, behold the, the King, the King of Kings. Yes, on your knees, dog. Uh, it's just phenomenal. I'm a huge Motorhead fan. And uh, anyways, yes, number two. Kane has the best uppercut in professional wrestling, and it's Easily. always been that See, way. I would, I would. Cesaro's is pretty good. Cesaro's has got a European uppercut, though. It's, this is a traditional uppercut. Oh, okay, good, oh, good. It looks amazing and it sounds amazing. I've always tried to figure out how he gets that pop. Is it? Is he slapping his chest when he does it? Is he slapping his arm? It's such a good, it's like so fluid. It's it's a very fluid punch. He's a such a good striker, yeah. and I've always appreciated that with Kane. Kane may not be the most athletic in the ring, but Kane has a believable striking game. Absolutely. Number three. All right. So so the mystery, the storyline of this match, a lot of it is what Kane looks like under his mask, and that's a big part of the storyline with Jr. and the King. First off, wear your damn mask. Secondly, if this match was taking place in our current worldview, it would all be it would be all about Mayor Glenn Jacobs wanting his constituents to be safe and reducing the spread of COVID-19. All the while, personal freedom loving and undisclosed medical condition having Triple H. Nah, man, my doctor says I don't have to wear one because I have like psoriasis or something. And his merry band of boogaloo boys, you know, Randall and Richard, <laughs> wanting our dear mayor to fuck off with all that treading on them. <laughs> well, it's taken place in 2003, and JR and King are speculating what Kane could possibly look like under that mask. King has the best line Is he hideously ugly? Maybe he's like me and just unbelievably handsome. <laughs> So if you guys think, um, <laughs> I, it, you know what, man? I what I really want to see one day is Kane give a conference and in the mask, make, it, yeah, in the mask. I want him to say, "Put your damn mask on," and then he puts his Kane mask on and then does the fire thing. I think that'd be hilarious to see. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm interested. There has been rumors today that that Kane has an undisclosed illness right now. He could have COVID himself. Oh, the mayor could be. You know, sick. He might have coronavirus. Coronavirus. Number four. All right. So finally, it happens. Uh, the final reveal is my number four. Kane loses after multiple pedigrees, an RKO, and Ric Flair acting like Ric Flair. I, <laughs> he doesn't really affect much of it. He tries no. to throw the belt in. The belt gets, he gets hit, all this other stuff. The well, flare flop, come, all that good stuff. Kane loses. 
Well, out comes Eric Bischoff. Bischoff? Bischoff. And I'm better than ever. Uh, Eric Bischoff, who looks like he ran out between frames at the local bowling alley. <laughs> or as Travis said, he looks like Charlie Sheen in <laughs> Two and a Half Men. <laughs> to make sure his stipulation is upheld. Kane eventually takes off his mask. And the scariest thing about this monster was his haircut. It's actually really hard to describe. It's it, it's like completely smooth up front and like Bob Ross in the back. Yeah. Like there, there's like a weird Afro thing there's going a, on. There's a lot of party in the back. And then don't forget, Kane was also burned as a child. So he still has soot on his face from <laughs> however many he's, years. He's never prior. washed it. He's never washed it. That's what it is. So maybe, maybe the burns are from, you know, clogged up pores. Yeah, is, that, is that, what, I think that's what we're exactly what that is. So my honorable mention, uh, Ric Flair, he comes out to the ring. He's almost 60 at this point. He isn't wrestling in this match at all. He comes down to the ring, still comes out in his trunks. Like he just, yeah, I yeah. saw that. I was like, what is this? He has nothing to do in he this match. nothing else. He just has to. He, so Ric Flair is like every dad when they're at home and they just want to be comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your dad's like, it's my house. And when we I all know the wrestling ring is Ric Flair's house. Well, I thought he was going to be wrestling when I first saw him come down here. I was like, right, is no. he wrestling in this match? What the hell is Rick doing? No, no, he's just wearing his trunk. Or is it dementia? I don't know. Go ahead. A 60-year-old <laughs> man just wearing his tidy whities All right. I give this match. The match was fine. Wait a minute. Hold on. That means that you did not see the part that I wrote down. What, what part? You didn't. Okay. All right. So there's a part very early in the match where they're in the first row. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like yeah, in the front yeah, row? yeah. They fight in the they fight in the front row. There's three girls that are right behind Triple H. Do you see the girl just start grabbing his ass and no. looking into the camera <laughs> like she's got a fistful of his ass and she's just like <laughs> she's just like smiling. I did not see off. that. Yes, it was hilarious. Well, that's uh, yeah, yeah. I know. I, that's it, an honorable mention. It threw me off. <laughs> All right, so my rating of this match. The match is fine. It's it's a good matchup. Uh, I give it three point five shrimp. Three and a half shrimp. That's it. Yeah, I, I, you didn't like RVD. I, I know. I, I mean, know, RVD's fine. I know Tobert popped that's for not, RVD. That's not. That's not a shrimp in my book. You, you didn't pop for the RKO. Uh, it's not a shrimp in my book. If Terry Funk came out there with a flaming uh, cattle iron, I would have given it five shrimp. So Cookie's got his his rating of Finn Balor adding or reducing a cookie. Mine's Terry Funk. You're so there was Funk. no uh, there was no Terry Funk. So next time I need to put a Terry Funk in it. If if Terry Funk runs in. It's automatically going to get a shrimp. Automatic shrimp. Not automatic, automatic five. Shrimp. Just automatic shrimp. Automatic shrimp. That's okay. that's a one shrimp. Someone huh? might get iodine poisoning. That's right. We eat so many shrimp. Yeah, yeah you do. Jesus Christ, man. For our very final match, we have... In the high spot, Tiggity Toll Bear. And I found it for you, buddy. I found you an ICP match. Whoop, whoop. Insane Clown Posse against two doinks. I don't know. Two who stupid doink clowns. And dink. Uh, Before, two clowns, can you go it? into why? Can, can you just tell us? Did you read that Terry Funk uh, thing that I sent this oh week about his, <laughs> his, uh, how he thinks about ICP? Did you read I that? I did at not all? see this. He has all their albums now. <laughs> okay. okay. Wait, wait. I, I, I know they are friends, right? Right. right. And they formed a friendship, and I, I've seen the videos of him doing interviews and talking and like holding up his ICP albums because they sent you know all their albums to him. Give me a brief synopsis. I, I'm just gonna read it real quick because it, it, it's phenomenal. Um, so, actually, because. I will pull it up. Do you talk to me a little bit. So I'll, uh... I, I, I guess at this point I am a closet ICP fan. Yeah. Um, of the people like... or the music? <laughs> a little bit of both. A little <laughs> bit of both. They both entertain me. Uh, so we've got Shaggy, Two Dope, and Violent J. This is uh, an ICP production. This is yes. uh, their actual wrestling. Juggalo, pro- Juggalo, Juggalo Championship, Championship Wrestling. wrestling. JCW. So the ring has the hatchet guy in the center. The classic. Everyone's seen it. You know, with some kid chugging a four loco and spiky hair hanging off his chain. Um, the the ring is painted up like ICP fashion. They have black and white ropes. It's a pretty cool visual. 
Uh, this is taking place probably like 97, 98, somewhere Do not around ask there. me it's, anything it's about old this. School, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's like 13, 14 years old, this video is. But they look very young. Uh, they're both very young. Uh, they're probably not as big as they are now, but that crowd is packed of painted Slammed, and unpain yeah. unpainted jugglos alike. Uh, Lost light hair. Yeah, everyone's stoked. The crowd's going wild. So I'm sure this is a main event as well. But they come out. Um, huge pop from the crowd. And then their opponents, two stupid clowns. Uh, it looks like they took a couple of their roadies. <laughs> and was like, hey, boys, uh, we're going to need you to put on these <laughs> doink suits. And uh, we're going to throw you around for a little bit. And that's exactly what happened. You have two scrawny, malnourished dudes in doink costumes. <laughs> Uh, getting the shit beat of them by ICP. I'll give them props, man. They got some moves. Uh, especially uh, Violent J has a beautiful sit-down powerbomb. He does. So, uh, uh, hold that thought, Aaron. All right. So, Terry Funk really respects ICP. Originally, um, ICP were releasing a bunch of videos, mm -hmm. and they were commentating over old wrestling matches. And one of the matches they commentated over was Abdullah the Butcher against Terry Funk. And they were just saying, they're like, hey, look at these two old goofs acting like they can wrestle. They were saying this about Terry and Abdullah, the two of the you know, biggest names in Japanese professional wrestling. Well, Terry Funk was always like, you tell those ICP boys that I'll kick their ass. And they did that without my permission. So uh, one day, Sabu calls Terry Funk. And Sabu says, hey, I've got these two ICP guys. They want to talk to you, Terry. And Terry said, oh, bring those sons of bitches over. <laughs> So the boys came over, and uh, they, they said, I'm going to leave a little bit of money under this jar. We're, I'm going to leave you some money because we used your match without your, your likeness without your permission. And Terry kept saying, no, no, don't do that. You're booked. You're booked. No, no, you don't have to. Terry, we're going to leave it under this jar. I kept telling them not to, but I walked into the next room before them. They followed me in and told me they had to go. We said our goodbyes. An insane clown posse drove off in their bus. And I walked back into the other room to get the money. I knew they'd left. I have to tell you, I was excited. I was thinking, oh boy, I bet they left me 20 bucks or maybe even 40, which would have just tickled me pink. I thought I'd have enough to pay for the chili that he fed the... <laughs> Terry Funk made the ICP boys chili. At least, so I was really happy at the notion for getting 20 bucks. I went there, lifted up the jar, and there was $4,000. <laughs> ICP left Terry Funk $4,000. And so let me tell you people something. Right now, I love the Insanco <laughs> <laughs> The next retirement match I have, they're going to be in the semifinal. The they're the greatest band in the world, and I have all their records. I haven't got around to listening to them yet. <laughs> but I have them here somewhere. Magnets, how does that shit work? <laughs> like, Terry's like rapping. One other thing, Terry Funk has been to the gathering multiple times. Terry Funk has been to more gatherings than we have. Uh, Terry says, it's the greatest place in the world to sell t-shirts. I had my Terry Funk t-shirts and was selling them when I wasn't wrestling. Well, those people were so smoked up on that marijuana that they didn't need much convincing. <laughs> Someone would walk, walk by and see me and say, hey, Terry, how you doing? I'd say, come over here and buy a t-shirt. Nah, Terry, I don't want to buy a shirt. Oh, come on, buy a shirt. No, I don't want one, man. Oh, come on and buy a shirt. Well, okay. <laughs> I didn't even wear my own shirt to the ring because they bought it off me. Also, Terry thinks they're good workers, and I'll tell that after you finish up your yeah, segment. Yeah, well, yeah, segueing back into the segment, they the boys can work. Yeah. Uh, they have moves. moves. Um, it's a little choppy, a little slow. You know, you can tell they're, it's, they're thinking it out, you know. Um, but it is entertaining to watch. Violent J has, uh, I mean, he does the fireman carry suplex thing. Looks awesome. He almost breaks the guy's neck a couple times in some of those moves. But he pulls it off. Uh, we do get a couple table spots as yeah. well uh, where the boys show their ability to actually take a bump. And uh, Shaggy Too Dope <laughs> takes two brutal table spots from the clowns uh they, they start to get a little offense you know start to build a little heat get back at the boys a little bit the tables are set up between the guardrail bridging on the guardrail and the and the apron right on the outside of the ring the first one he takes uh a tombstone pile driver through the table on the outside of the ring it looks brutal uh it, he lays there for a minute <laughs> it's like i think it hurt him a little bit right yeah. second spot 
Uh, table set up the same way, opposite side of the ring. He goes to powerbomb him through the table, but doesn't quite get him up all the way. And I legitly thought he broke his neck when he yeah. went through that table. Almost hits his head on the guardrail. Crowd loves it, though. But then again, he, he lays there for a bit. I thought there was one um, less juggalo. Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they pull it back together. Um, at one point, one of the doinks' wigs starts to come off. <laughs> and it, it exposes his uh, long, balding head. And it's just... it's. To me, it was a hilarious visual, a uh, visual because he just looks like, like I said, like a, a roadie they put into a clown costume. It's like, hey boys, we wrestling. It looks like it looks like Kane's <laughs> hairline from Aaron's it match. Is. It's, it's comical. Uh, short match. The boys end up winning, putting these clowns away, uh, and sending them packing. Uh, they end up going on to have somewhat of a wrestling career, uh, which is always it, it's crazy how they they did the rap thing. Yeah. ICP is known as the band that everyone's heard of, but not many people have listened to. And just the fact that they got so big, did this thing, and did the wrestling thing as well, it's crazy. Yeah. Like They had a lot of ventures like outside of their yeah, music. Yeah, I'll give them props. And that that's why I, I'll say I'm coming out of the closet, guys. I'm an ICP fan. I knew it. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I knew it. Now, wait, hold on. Tolbert, can you tell us a little bit about the commentary team? I, I don't. I don't <laughs> want to tell you about the commentary <laughs> team. It was terrible. It was horrible. Um, I, I, I don't know who they put together. I, I don't know who it was. It's, it sounded kind of like the guy from ECW. Uh, what's his name? Joey uh, yeah, it kind of sounded like Joey Styles. Me, maybe. But um, this this definitely wasn't on cable. Nope. <laughs> this was You probably had to buy the Juggalos tapes. They had them on um, pay-per-view and on tape. Yeah, they had it on I remember the, the VHSs. I do not um, remember My Juggalo friends used to... I used to have Juggalo friends. Uh, they used did to they, get, did are they, they die? Are they, are they still alive? <laughs> no, they're still living in Hope Mill somewhere. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, definitely colorful Colorful on the commentary. Yeah, uh, They drop a couple F-bombs. Uh, no, <laughs> both? Yeah. both. Yeah. yeah, dude. It, it's, it's nuts. But... Uh, I think one entertaining of, match for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, would you say it was better than Aaron and I at the quarantine? Our commentary team. Um, it's, or were we it's, better? It's, than close. it's close. It's close. It was close. It was oh. close. I can't yeah. wait to get you guys in commentary again. Oh, it's gonna be great. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe at Steak Fest. Steak Fest. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's coming soon, boy. Yeah. You guys want to donate to our our uh, festival that we're we're putting together? Yeah, maybe next year. Uh, at, you know, it's it's kind of like if. If we build it, they will come type of thing right now. Mike called it our uh, fantasy fire festival. <laughs> I don't I, like, and I'm thinking about the like, you know, some of the logistics of some of the matches that we put together. Mm -hmm. We've got so this would be our card. Uh, you know, we would have the gymnasty boys against the uh, the gorilla squad. I think that would be an amazing opening uh, match. It would be a lot of fun. We we love both teams. Secondly. Uh, we need to have a, a rematch between Joey Janela and Jeff Hart. That would be our, you oh, know, our, our, our second match. I think that would be a very good matchup. We could get to have. Joey down here. I'd be like, hey, buddy, I got an ounce of weed, got a, a twelve pack, and a white claws. Yeah. And I think Jeff Hart probably takes two hot dogs and a handshake. Oh, you know, <laughs> he loves it. I mean, like Jeff. Jeff just wants to get out. So if you're out there, boys. Uh, steak fest. Steak fest. Uh, three, we would have the Dawson brothers against FTR, and I think that would be a pretty easy match for us to get together. I don't know how much our <laughs> FTR would make us pay them, but I think we could. We could hopefully probably. two hot dogs in a handshake. We could probably talk dogs. to them. And then all of our money would be going into the main event, which would be George South against Terry Funk. Terry Funk, I, I think that that's probably the the loftiest goal that we would have. It would be a five five match card and I think that that card would be a very Wait, badass card. Don't forget about the non-sanctioned match where Cookie makes his debut as a professional wrestler, Aaron. Uh, against New Jack. Yeah, wait a minute. No, I didn't say that part. Not New Jack. No, dear God, not Ma New Jack. A mass stake incident. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I we, see how he scares people straight. I don't want that. We would also have uh, you know a smoke off between uh, everything's a bong and uh, Mr. Tolbert over there. I think that both of those would be very good intermission things. I don't know if George South would be appreciative of all the marijuana smoke going down, but he probably he'd be, be fine. before that. Well, your smoke goes up. Smoke, that's right. That's right. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> all right, Tolbert, give us your high cue. This all is what right. the people have been waiting for. Have they, though? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Our two fans. All right. What a bunch of clowns. 
Violent J, Shaggy Two Dope, sky's the limit, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wrote this just seeing their their young, painted baby faces, yes. and they they had no idea where they were going. No, from no, there, no. but they did it. God damn it, they did it. The Great Malenko, <laughs> you know, they are one of the greatest bands of our generation. Yes, yeah. one of the greatest you. tag teams ever. Honestly, all right. That is it. That is that is our episode for $2 Steak. Another episode in the books, boys. Uh, next week, I will be handing the, the hosting duty back to yeah, Aaron. That's right. That's right. Uh, look, Aaron, I did a lot better than I did you last did time. You did phenomenal this week. Okay. I, I will say that you did really well Jesus this week. Jesus Christ, man. Was... And this is all in preparation for next week, which is Cookie Appreciation Day. And I don't even know what that entails, but so I'm excited. one of us is going to have a Darby Allen match. Okay. One of all y'all is gonna have a Bull Nakano match, and okay. one of y'all is gonna have a, uh, Finn, a Balor? Finn Balor match. Prince so it's Evan? like it's like a twink sandwich, you know. You got <laughs> you got you got your your. It, oh, it, it's, and if you think about it, it's kind of like those really thin like buns that you can get now, the like low carb oh, buns. Yeah. They're going to be sandwiched in between all the meat that is Bull Nakano. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's so a lot of meat. Week, uh, so you, you learned that word. I, 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 I should have brought it up. Um, you need to Google what a, a bear is now because we talked about bears last I week. Bears. <laughs> I don't know what a bear is. So go Google that. It's the opposite <laughs> of a twink. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a big, big hairy man. Big hairy man. Yeah. So yeah. Big, big Mike, hairy, a big hairy gay man. Oh, dear God. Okay. Mike's so, not hairy enough. Okay. Definitely not hairy enough. No. So we're gonna have, you know, we're we're gonna, <laughs> Mike. Mike is what you call an otter. <laughs> Google that as well. I don't know any of this stuff is. How do we know all there's of this gonna, terminology? There's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of bubbles next week. I think if they get popped. <laughs> So next week we're gonna have a, a fun little cookie appreciation day. is a, is a good send off to to Cookie's time here in Wilmington with us. Cookie will be going to Charlotte uh, the very next day. Yeah, very next day. July and uh, yeah, so so Cookie, just just be ready. It's gonna be this is your life, like the Mick Foley and, oh, and the Rock. Do I need to wear my Versace shirt? Like the Rock. Yes. Yeah. So so next week is gonna be. This is going to be. The, the highest rated segment in, in all of oh. Raw in $2 steak history. Oh, you just wait until I paint my face like Darby Allen. Or please I please might, don't. Or because our, it's going to be really embarrassing. It's going to be more embarrassing than the picture that we're going to be tweeting out this week. Of you. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's Christ, great. Man. I might dress up like a bear. Actually, no. I won't you already I, are I, one. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> all right. I'm sending it off right now. That's it for $2 steak. Uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Mike, can you give us the handle? The number two, dollar steak underscore. Thank you, Mike. That's it. That's it for $2 steak, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.